Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of Believe SoCal Sweat. As the summer turns into fall, it's getting darker earlier, so today we are going to be talking about fall and fall dating ideas. It is getting colder, it is getting crisper, it is getting spookier. And there are so many fun things to do in dating and romance, and even fitness if you want to add a little extra calorie burn to those activities or late night Halloween scary activities. Yes, it is the fall and there are so many fun ideas to make it romantic and sexy. Maybe you're looking for tips to help you spice up your long-term relationship. Maybe it's become a little mundane, white bread if you will. or. You need some solid advice for impressing a brand new date. I want to give you a bunch of things to do in the fall season. Great ideas, over 40 of them, that are guaranteed to deliver a great time and maybe uh, some thrilling moments in the bedroom, shall we say. For those of us on the nocturnal side of things. And they do say that the freaks come out at night. Well, my favorite holiday of the entire year is Halloween. I look forward to it all year. I never get sick of it. If we could celebrate it all year, I would not mind. I hate when they stop Halloween and go straight into Thanksgiving and Christmas because I just feel like we should extend Halloween. But that is, again, why I'm an actress and I like to do things that are not myself. Dress up in costume. Be someone different. Role play. And that is what Halloween is all about. So let's get straight into the first one, which is my personal favorite, and that is hitting up haunted houses and ghost tours. I could watch ghost tours all year long, and there's an amazing YouTube channel. It is called Slapped Ham. This YouTube channel actually analyzes all of the ghost sightings and videos that have been sent in, and he analyzes the physics, the science. Could this happen? Could this not happen? To me, the scariest ones are when it involves animals because as we know, animals can see another sense. They have other senses. They can sense things. And like, why is that dog going nuts? And like, why is it backing into a corner? And why did it just get pushed and shoved? It is crazy. So check that out. YouTube channel called Slapped Ham, S-L-A-P-P-E-D-H-A-M. Like hitting a pig, Slapped Ham. And the guy's from Australia and he's like brilliant in the way that he analyzes these these videos but haunted houses can be absolutely incredible they can actually be really dangerous too so make sure to use proper footing i learned the hard way on that and some of them can be really scary so do watch yourself if you have any type of epileptic issues a lot of times there's strobe lights and it can be very scary and they don't check the safety levels but if you hit up a haunted house that's really safe and regulated it can be unbelievable and people have actually had panic attacks and these things if if you have a panic attack in this haunted house i want to go in it right now i mean my favorite thing to do is driving through the country and looking at dilapidated houses sometimes you can't get in but if you get in it's like 
unbelievable. I mean, you don't even need props for these houses. You can just shoot a horror movie straight in there. And being from Wisconsin originally, and then having, you know, going in the back, the backwoods areas, and even like driving through the south, well, any, really, any, any area, sometimes these backwoods areas that are gone and dilapidated and war-torn are very spooky, and which is another reason why I love The Blair Witch Project, one of my favorite movies. Um, don't make fun of me, I think it's a great movie. But anyway, haunted houses and ghost tours. Sometimes people don't really like the like scary things. Make sure that your date is comfortable because you don't want to make him or her feel uncomfortable. But then again, hey, push them out of the comfort zone. Don't be a scaredy cat. But again, some people do get genuinely scared due to things from the past and past trauma. So do watch that. But for horror fans, a haunted house or a haunted corn maze like Children of the Corn. Oh my God, another fantastic movie. Oh, it's the best. It can be fun and exciting and you can get lost and it's pretty sexy right there. You can help each other try to figure it out. And getting scared with someone you care about makes it extra fun. You have to hold on to each other. You grab each other. That already is sort of foreplay, you know, without even having foreplay. And bonus points, if your date jumps into your arms or clings to your sleeve or even bites you, but I can't be responsible for that. Um, you know, just, 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 just don't be, I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> a quick internet search will turn up a go to haunted houses in your area. Check out your zip code. Check out the really famous ones, but then go to the ones that are kind of no name because they can even be better. Almost like going to a sushi restaurant that's off the wall versus a big one. Sometimes they have the best sushi. And there's a Reader's Digest list of the 15 best haunted houses in America. And one of those, of course, would be like that big mansion from The Shining, that big hotel from The Shining. Amazing. And before you head off to that large local haunted asylum, there's one in LA that I've shot in a couple times for film and television. It's called Loma, Loma Vista, Linda Vista Hospital, or Loma Vista Hospital. So scary. And actually Friday the 13th um, was filmed there in the basement, other things. And we have taken our both Samsungs and iPhones in there. And the Samsungs always pick up something, but my iPhone never does. But it's amazing. Just look in your local area. And again, look at the Reader's Digest list of 15 best haunted houses in America. And it could be a haunted asylum, a fright factory, a haunted hayride, whatever. And look at old barns. I mean, people change buildings into just unbelievable sights and spooky adventures. And if your date is a history buffer, really smart, or you're trying to like outsmart them, impress them by planning the night out that features a haunted history tour. I remember taking in New Orleans the haunted, um, the vampire, the late night vampire tour. I think it started at 2 a.m. and I absolutely loved every minute of it. The guy was pretty, um, the guy was excellent, but he really did think he was a vampire. And as an actor, I had to laugh because it's like, I know what he's doing. And, but I really think that he was definitely going on um, method acting because he literally did think he was uh, a vampire. And at one point I wanted to be like, dude, get over yourself. You're not a vampire. You're not that sexy. But he was good. And then at the end of the tour in New Orleans, which was just amazing anyway, just the history there is spooky beyond belief. We ended up at the oldest pub in America, which is like a pirate's pub. It was just, it was so cool. Um, and we all had beers and it was really fun. So again, scar your area for the crumbling mansions, these buildings, spooky hotels, and legendary ghost spotting sites. I mean, Look at, look at um, the East Coast, like Maryland, or all these, like the Blair Witch Project, Salem Witch Trials. All those areas are just phenomenal. And this is obvious, but have a scary movie night. If you love a good haunting, but you're not into visiting a haunted house and you just want to stay in, or you are maybe avoiding large crowds, you can still enjoy the best scares of the season at home. And with Netflix, Hulu, you name it, we've got every single horror movie available. 
and grab a mix of the classic and new horror titles. I mean, some of these old ones, like I love The Omen. The original The Omen is probably one of my favorites, as is The Exorcist, the original from the 70s. Um, Rosemary's Baby, phenomenal. And uh, I mean, I love the new ones too, but some of these old ones, when they didn't have the special effects, super scary and the music is fantastic and I do like the black and whites if it's a good one not like a corny one and I even like Adam's Family I'm sorry I, I even like the cartoons like I even liked um, Scooby-Doo because it was cool it was like a, a spookier version of it but you can make a movie truly unforgettable by taking it outdoors like doing it in the backyard and putting up some kind of a you know a big screen or camping doing it there and Jason Fitzpatrick at How to Geek offers a comprehensive guide on throwing the ultimate backyard movie night so I'll put that in the show notes it requires a little tech savviness, and you'll need a projector, of course, for the screen. But um, if you can score an affordable projector on Craigslist or purchase it online, you can easily rig up a screen using a blackout cloth or bedsheet and bring a bunch of people over or just your date. And it's really cool and fun, and you can feel like a little kid again. And if you're feeling nostalgic, another great thing is to go to the drive-in movie for a horror film. I mean, it's kind of like that same situation. Remember in Greece when Danny Zuko was trying to grab... Um, uh, look at me, I'm Sandra D's breasts. And it was a, it was like the blob or something like that. And he kept like putting his hand down there and she kept slapping it away. Funny, that's nostalgic. And also, as we know, drive-in movies have gotten super popular over the pandemic. So that would be really fun. And you do it under the stars and have really good snacks. And yeah, it's super romantic and sexy. But get outside. I mean, fall is one of the best seasons for heading outdoors and hiking outdoors. And the cooler temperatures fewer bugs and bursts of stunning, beautiful leaves. It's still super hot in LA. It's, we call it October. It's like hotter than July and August combined. It's ridiculous. Um, but they're planning a date night for the rest of you in the country that have the leaves and cooler weather. And it's, it's an easy, sexy, romantic date night and you get lost together on the hiking trails, bike paths, and the fall leaves and even the beautiful waterways. Oh my God, I love being on the water, especially when you're on a boat and you're looking at all the gorgeous trees on both sides and you can see the reflections. Just so stunning. And you can experience nature, like just going back to nature and being normal with someone that you really like or just the one or your lover that you've been dating and married to for 20 years. The hiking trails. Please be sure to just check ahead of time and be safe. I mean, obviously, we just saw this Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry case. Obviously, this is a very specific case, but you don't want to get lost. You don't want to not have proper um, equipment with you, proper food, everything like that. But hiking trails are everywhere, everywhere in the U.S., no matter where you go. And all trails let you enter a location to find parks and trails near you or anywhere in the world. And if you live in the Pacific Northwest, California, or New Hampshire, you can check out one of the trails on National Geographic's list of mind-blowing hiking trails, one of the, some of the most of them. And you never know, you might get inspired by nature if you turn up the heat and with your date and you can just have a uh, guide to outdoor sex. And I can probably go into that in another podcast, but I'll link it in the show notes. And before you buy matching his and hers backpacks, be sure that you actually like the person. However, assess your date's hiking skill and comfort level. Maybe someone's really scared of heights and they're not admitting to it and then you freak them out and then they don't ever want to see you again because you instilled fear in them and it had nothing to do with you. They were just scared. But again, try to push people out of their comfort zones. Don't be, don't be a baby. Again, if you're scared, I, I respect that. But don't plan a hiking date if your significant other's idea of hiking is searching for their car in a crowded mall parking lot no, I wouldn't want to date that person anyway. I like getting lost in nature. I think it's really fun. If I do have a cell phone and food, then, then I'm good. 
and bike paths. There's a reason that old song, Bicycle Built for Two, as corny as it is, is just kind of, it is kind of sexy and romantic. And remember in The Notebook, when the couple was on a bicycle built for two, and that was just oh, it was such a good movie. And that was nostalgic and kind of brings you back, you know, to pre-century. There's something inherently romantic about rolling along on two wheels beside someone you love, if not on the same bike. And bicycles force us to slow down and enjoy the view. Or if you're into competition, beat your date. Girls, beat the date. Uh, race him and just beat him. Or let him win. Or maybe he lets you win. Or maybe you just are normal with competition levels and you have a really good time. And the people riding with you can just, it, it's great conversation. You can sing. You can like make fun of each other. It's just a good, it just feels good. And you can choose a more adventurous route, like a rugged mountain bike path, or something a little more relaxing, like a meandering trail next to the water through wine country, even better. And then you um, can sip, sip wine and have a great date there. And I'll list, um, I'll put a list of romantic bicycle rides to get you started on that as well. And how about river and water tours? Oh my God, again, being on the water is incredible. And according to the National Ocean Service, 40% of Americans live directly on the shoreline. And if you're not part of this demographic, you probably live within driving distance of a major river or lake or pond. And if you're from Minnesota, there's 10,000 of them. So you're near any one of them. Or create a pool in your backyard or your swimming pool. Just do something with the water. If you and your date are adrenaline junkies, you can try your hand at one of the Whitewater Rapids courses, which are amazing. And Where Traveler lists the top of courses in the nation. And if you'd prefer to leave your helmet at home, you can book a relaxing river cruise instead, like on American River Cruises on Travel Channel's list of, of the top. That includes a paddleboat trip down the Mississippi River and a 12-night course cruise along the Hudson River with views of some of the most spectacular fall leaves and foliage in North America. And what about stargazing? Maybe you're high on your date and high on love, but low on cash and you're a broke, a broke actor in LA? No worries. Nature has you at its finest and you've got a way to get out of town and away from the city lights. All you need is a memorable fall date idea, a cozy blanket and a picnic basket, and humans have looked into the night sky for inspiration since forever. What could, we, what could be more romantic than laying on your back next to a date gazing up at the stars? Yes, it sounds very corny, but it is romantic, it is fun, or even better yet, on the beach. I mean, that's always a great, a great way to do it while listening to the waves. And no need to worry about the D you got in high school astronomy class. Google it ahead of time and try to impress your date with what is the Big Dipper, what is what is which planet. Even if you don't even know what you're talking about, you're having great conversation and you can make fun of each other like nobody knows what they're talking about, but impress them if you, you do have that knowledge because intelligence and smarts are sexy. And um, Brian Vu at Hankite Hank Lists will list the 10 free astronomy apps for stargazing and I'll include those in the date notes as well. And you can add the romance factor by packing some fruit, cheese, wine, and crackers and anything else that is tantalizing. Chocolate covered strawberries maybe. Just make sure that you check your laws open containers first because nothing says stop the sex life than a big grizzly bear or mountain lion. Although, I don't know, maybe that would just add some adrenaline. It just, I won't, I won't get into your preferences, but yeah, that may be a little scary. And how about this, visit a pumpkin patch. If you have kids, this is even better, but for you and your date, on a, on a first date or second date, how much fun? Pumpkin patches are not just for kids, and you can skip those grocery store pumpkins, which are easy to buy, and they're they're fun to have around, but go get your own. It's almost it's always more fun to get your own Christmas tree too if you're if you're if you celebrate Christmas. And why buy a pumpkin to carve on display when you can pick one out yourself and do it? And walking through the patch 
finding that perfect pumpkin and arguing with your date, analyzing with your date, sharing thoughts with your date, it doesn't even cost very much and it's super romantic and has great conversation. And you're not staring each other at a, at a dinner date over cell phones and things like that. This is like a real, a real date where you're walking side by side and making eye contact, maybe holding hands, um, just getting next to each other, sitting on pumpkins together, taking pictures, doing sexy poses on the pumpkins, naughty, pu naughty pictures on the pumpkins. Do what you will. I'm totally into that too. And mini pumpkin patches also sell items like candy apples, cider and treats like cookies or pumpkin pie. And when you get home, you can indulge together and make it together. And like nothing says, you know, just getting together in the kitchen and melting the butter and like melting the caramel and just, and look at what that does. Melted caramel and apples and maybe some chocolate and sprinkles. You can make, you know, you, you start off trying to make caramel apples and you're just, you're, you caramelize each other, you know, again, super, super sexy and hit the hay both in the corn mazes and then go home when you get home and the hay rides. So again, hay is just such a nostalgic piece of fall and it smells so good. And when I lived in Wisconsin growing up, I used to help a lot of my friends who had farms hay bale. And not only is that the best workout in the entire world, and watch yourself because the hay will cut you. And I'm telling you, it will cut you to pieces. You think a cat scratch hurts? No. I thought the first time I showed up to do a um, do a haying job, I wore this really cute kind of Daisy Duke. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like a little Daisy Duke from the Midwest. Oh no 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 no! They I just got laughed at. Oh and good luck with that. Oh my oh I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Oh I had blood coming down my legs, my arms. It is that hay is so sharp. But for these hay rides and things like that, they do sort of treat the hay so it's not so sharp, but it's very fun and very sexy to be on these hay rides. Again, photo opportunities while sitting on the hay bales and you're bouncing around. I mean, obviously that's just obvious when you're bouncing next to your date, it already puts you in a, for a foreplay mode. And hay is just about everywhere when you look around the fall and it's just beautiful and colors and everything like that. And if you're tired of going to that same old boring dinner and drinks and normal experience, visit a local farm. It smells delicious. If you can get over certain smells, like honestly, this is so weird. I'm sorry to say this, but when I go back to Wisconsin, I actually like the smell of farms because it just brings me back to childhood. I mean, some of them are really bad if they're not like taken care of properly, but just that there's like certain sweet smells and sometimes when the, okay, sorry. When the manure gets covered with like a, like a material, it actually smells really good. Sorry, I have to be honest, I like that smell. Yes, I do. And you can visit that local farm, Apple Orchard. Our fall festival is fun. And it's a romantic change of pace. Cranberry festivals, all these things that happen in the fall are just so much fun. And you can you can also support your local artisans and local businesses, which is another great way to support local businesses after the fall of the pandemic and how many people went under or are really still trying to survive. And this is also where living near a small town can pay off. Some of the biggest and most popular fall festivals take place in the Midwest heartland, which is where I'm from where large farms and entire towns host fall celebrations. And there aren't fly-by-night pumpkin patches and quaint ma corn mazes either. These are huge, large fall festivals that offer high-quality entertainment from big-name musical groups to cuisine. And where I'm from in Barron, Wisconsin, it's called the Barron Farm and Feather Fest. Yes, it is. The Barron Farm and Feather Fest. And that was something that we always enjoyed. Um, and I do remember when all the carnies came to town, and all of us thought that they were super hot because they were all tatted up and they were smokers and they listened to heavy metal and were like, ooh, the carnival boys are here. Yeah, our, our mothers weren't so weren't so thrilled with the carnival um, guys that set up the false, faulty equipment. 
Also, I worked at a pharmacy in high school, and I remember we had to take all the narcotics off the shelves from the um, cough syrups and um, all the Zycams, all the cough medicines. We had to take those off the shelves when the carnies came to town. So, <laughs> just a little nostalgia from the Midwest, Barron, Wisconsin. Barron, Barron, Wisconsin from the Barron Farm and Feather Fest. I'm not making fun of it at all. I loved every minute of it. It was a blast. And all the rodeos. Oh my God, I loved the fall rodeos. That was so much fun. It's a lot of summer stuff too, but it goes into the fall. And the state fairs are always so much fun too. And you can pick up a lot of handmade clothing, crafts, and home decor from talented artisans again and take them back to the city. And when you have these outfits on in the city, like I've brought stuff back from Wisconsin and worn it in LA or New York, and they're like, where did you get that? It's almost like on Sweet Home Alabama when the girl, when um, Reese Wheelerspoon had that glass and she took it to New York and they were so thrilled about where it was from and it was from uh, Alabama. So don't knock small towns. They're amazing. I love where I'm from. How about boarding a train? Aside from commuter routes on the on the New York City subway or LA LA train or the the tube, whatever you take, train doesn't have to be disgusting uh, these days. They've been associated with romance and glamour since day one. I mean, I even love the Sex and City episode where they took a train where they thought it was going to be like, you know, a romantic movie from the 40s and it was just like the worst of the worst and they were caught in the trains, but it can be really sexy. And I just remember I love on White Christmas when they took the train and it's just, it has romance and glamour. They used to be train cars with luxurious fixtures and painted in warm, inviting colors. There's something sensual about the sights and sounds of a repetitive motion, calming and lulling us into a romantic mood. And maybe we're going to seeing our long lost lover. I love taking trains in, in Europe. It's very nostalgic and I did get food poisoned on one and it turned a romantic trip into a not so romantic trip. But um, luckily I was by myself on that one, traveling on Christmas Eve through the Alps, which could have been really romantic, but it was not. After having mussels, which are called moule, les moules in France, and I realized that I was allergic to um, mollusks, shellfish, the kind that are closed. I didn't, I didn't know that ahead of time, now I do. And again, train travel is also conducive to romance. The Napa Valley Wine Train offers an entire tour called Romance on the Rails, how beautiful. If Napa Valley isn't quite within your reach or budget, Amtrak has several romantic getaway packages. In the Huffington Post, they list the romantic train trips across the U.S. offered by a variety of rail carriers. So check that out. I'll put it in the show notes. Catch a game. Oh, what's better than fall football? And look at Tom Brady go again. He was in, he beat the Patriots in New England, and uh, I'm so glad they gave him a standing ovation. He is the GOAT, always shall and will be. Sorry, not sorry. I love that man. He's just incredible. But catch a game. Football is the best of the best, in, in my in my opinion. Who says you can't combine sports and romance? I love it. Girls, if you're like if you're not into football at all, get your get your guys' favorite jersey. Or if you actually like a team, make a jersey really sexy. Make it feminine. There's tons of things to go on websites and find it. Or make your own. Put like little rhinestone studs on it. Cut it up. Make it really sexy. Have your off the shoulder. And then your guy will so appreciate that you're into the sports. And look up knowledge. If you don't know anything about football, Google. Like just and even Google like um, Dummy's Guide to Football. Just know a couple things. Know that. Know how many points a touchdown is. And then what, what happens after a touchdown? What is a three-point conversion? What is an audible? Things like that. Just look those things up so you know. Try to try to know that, you know, a couple differences between football and baseball, and you'll impress your date. Sometimes acting dumb is not not so cute, but some guys are into that. So do do each their own. 
but sports and romance is a huge thing. And after a long summer, most sports fans are eager to jump into the fall sports season. We are already in it and it is wonderful. The cooler weather provides a perfect opportunity to cuddle outdoors while you watch your favorite team, especially if you're at Lambeau Field, which is probably the coldest field on the planet. But I do love that stadium. And if you don't need to visit a major stadium or spend hundreds of dollars on tickets and airfare or have a great time, surprise your loved one by arranging a date night at their high school or college alma mater. Some people, and like, if, if your date is sort of an Al Bundy, like, is going over his high school days over and over again, celebrate him with that. Go and celebrate and take a picture of him next to his high school, like, record and things like that. He'll love you for that. People love to be praised and talk about themselves. Try to do that for that person. And most people love to check out their old stomping grounds. So check out the school schedule and plan a date on the night of the pre-game bonfire or homecoming game. Plan, purchase some team gear together beforehand and give it to your date as a way to invite them to the big game. Like, make a ticket for them and put it out there. I think that would be so much fun. But I love going to sports events with a date. I think it's fantastic. I mean, I love everything from NASCAR to, I mean, any sport. I just love going and probably my dream date would go to a UFC fight with a date. I haven't done that yet. Check out a beer or wine tasting. This is huge in the fall. The rise of microbreweries and local vineyards means you don't have to live in California wine country to enjoy the grapes or the brews. I mean, there are some in Wisconsin where I'm from. It's amazing. Walking among the barrels or sampling vintage, vintage wines is a romantic way to celebrate the harvest and spend time with your partner. The sampling. You can give each other samples. It's super sexy. And the American Winery Guide is a free resource for that. And they're located all over the country, and I'll put that in the show notes. If beer is more your style, you're in luck because the Brewers Association Craft Beer is up by 12.5% of all beer sold in the U.S. since, two, since 2016. Its popularity means there are a growing number of opportunities to sample unique offerings in every state. Gear Patrol offers a list of the 25 best craft breweries in America, and I'll link that to the show notes. When I go home to Wisconsin, I love going to the Line and Kugels Brewery. It's located in Chippewa, Wisconsin, which is um, home of the indigenous tribe, the Chippewa. Actually, there's a lot of indigenous tribes where I'm from, so it's really beautiful. A lot of the casinos and a lot of the, the breweries, but Line and Kugels is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, and I love their beers. And throw an adult costume party. I mean, obviously, this is for Halloween, but you can do it all month, in my opinion. I mean, what's sexier than, like, Tarzan and Jane, Anthony, Cleopatra? Make it fun, flirty and sexy, or, or do something that's more current event, something fun and nostalgic that is just where you can pair together. And I think that um, Aaron Rodgers is growing out his hair and beard for his Halloween costume. I don't know what he's going to be, but every year he tries to outdo himself. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what, it, what he's going to be. And dressing up can always be a fun way to explore the kinkier side of yourself, kinkier side of sex, role-playing. It's just the easiest thing in the world to do. You're right there, and um, you've already dressed up, and it's just it's just too easy and too much fun. So go ahead and do that, please. It'll just spice up your life a lot. And getting to more tame things, get out on the grill. Impress your date. Are you, like, an amazing grill master? And maybe you're a plant-based. Use the portobello mushrooms. Use, like, I mean, you can grill pineapple. You can grill so many things to turn them into sort of a steak feel again those portobello mushrooms are fantastic for that those big romaine lettuce leaves and a lot of the roasted vegetables can turn into a steak like quality use liquid smoke and get that mesquite on there impress your date and that smell is so delicious and it's cozy and and impress them with it with a marinate and if you're a guy impress your girl or your or your guy date it's just nothing is sexier than like putting together a great meal, showing that you put the time in for that person. But again, visiting those orchards, same type of thing. 
on the food side, buy some of the local local products at the orchard and support them. There's amazing apples that you can take home and, and picking them. Your date gets on a ladder. Maybe they fall off and you catch them in your arms. Again, make it romantic. Don't don't crack their head open. I'm, I'm still in a boot from a broken foot. So yeah, um, I can attest. Please be careful. Please be careful. And uh, visit those orchards. Do the research. I just learned this morning that Granny Smith apples and Macintosh are the best to cook with. Sometimes if they're if they're tart, if they're tart and hard, <laughs> if they're tart and hard, you gotta cook it. Let's just say that, that I learned that this morning um, from a, from a chef. But sample all the different types of apples and then go home together and and caramelize those apples and caramelize each other and make make a, a really good pork dinner, um, high protein with the apple spice and things like that. Lamb chops, everything like that. It's just really fun and the sweet treats are fantastic too. How about renting a scooter? Just like I talked about the bikes. Rent a scooter for two. Or all those of us um, in LA on the sidewalks doing two or three on one scooter and causing accidents everywhere. Yes, it's happening as we speak on the block as I look. Uh, they're everywhere, these scooters. And use an app for the rental. Or like most people, just take it up off the sidewalk and uh, use it and then put it back on the sidewalk or in the road as we see in, in my uh, current Los Angeles. Then you can roll through the city, navigate safely, stick together, get lost together. It's always kind of fun to argue about directions and then fight about it and then have makeup sex. I mean, it's fun. How about creating a scavenger hunt? Yeah, this is a little cheesy, but it requires planning. And if, it's, if you can make it romantic and fun and sexy, it can lead to like the bedroom or some sexy place where you make love in public, whatever. You buy sealed candy and little items that your partner might love. Just take note of what they love. Maybe they like certain cufflinks. Maybe they like certain songs or, or, or maybe their, their favorite Swedish fish brand, whatever. Do anything. Their favorite Nike socks. Hide out certain things that you get them for little gifts or coupons, if you will, so they can experience it later. Really fun. Put out these little things and write out a few clues, little romantic um, sayings, sexy sayings, and hide the items in places that match the hints and get lost. And the final prize is you. Just make yourself a gift in itself, which you are. How about going back to the drawing board? Fall brings school supplies, crayons, fun. And if you're an artist, it's easy to find artsy items in stores or online or make or create things yourself. But buy your materials, take a seat, and take turns sketching each other. Even if, even if you're no Picasso, effort counts. And you can also do each other in the nudes. That creates for awesome foreplay. And for artists, that's a really fun thing. Or if you're not an artist, that's even funnier. And then you can make fun of each other and you're like, oh, do I look that bad? No, you don't look that bad. And then you can like get an argument about it and there's more wake ups, there's more makeup sex. I love this one and that's volunteering together. I do a lot of volunteer work and I have met some of the most fantastic people on volunteer jobs just because you're like-minded and you're both there, not getting paid, not doing it for praise, but doing it because you actually love it. And that obviously shows someone that has a good heart. So volunteer together or if you're single, go and do these things on your own and you meet, if you're not gonna meet the love of your life, you meet wonderful friends and it's also a great networking opportunity, really, I, I assure you. And what I, I'm on volunteermatch.com and meetup organizations for volunteering and also just organizations that are, are one-offs in their, in their, on their own. But if you have no idea where to start, 
go to volunteermatch.org and type in your local city or your zip code. And also, it can you can say like what you like to do. Maybe you like working with kids. Maybe you like the elderly. Maybe you like being outside. There are millions of opportunities. Go and volunteer together. It's always it, it feels great, and especially if you have maybe some issues in arguments lately. Maybe the pandemic has brought you guys apart. When you volunteer together and do something together for a good cause, it brings you back to some of the things in life that just mean the absolute most and are the most endearing and bring, to me anyway, the most joy. And that's giving back and helping other people. So that might help a relationship that could be strained. So another good date night idea. Now how about if you can't afford going up to Napa or Sonoma or Temecula or somewhere in the world with amazing wines, why not just go to a local pub or brewery or wine tasting in your local community? I know that Italy is, are, is in a lot of cities. It's a great restaurant and they have wine tastings all the time. Just look in your local supermarkets. I know that Gelson's does, Pavilions, all over the nation they have this. So go to a wine tasting together. It's more fun at a restaurant or a hotel. So do a little romantic getaway or a microbrew. Um, if you like beers or even like a bourbon whiskey. If you live in Kentucky, go to the, you know, the bourbon areas and just sample that. It's a really fun date to do together and it's kind of sensuous because you're sipping, you're smelling, it's sensual and it leads to other things. So wineries or just anything local. And maybe you can just cheers in renewing your relationship or cheers to a brand new relationship and may it last. Good luck and cheers. Now for those of you that are dating and love Instagram profiles, doing your TikTok videos, go again. I mentioned the pumpkin patches, the hay rides or just go into an area that has a lot of fall leaves and have fun with it. Be sexy with it. Take each other's pictures. That's another really fun day. And how about this one? We all know that school is back in session, colleges, universities, and I work a lot with Loyola Law School and I was there all day today working with the law students and I absolutely love it. I actually am an academic nerd. Um, I'm very cerebral and I listen to public radio. Yes, I read all the time. I'm very, um, people don't think it, but I love uh, just learning. I absolutely love learning. And when I say I read books, I want, I lie. I do the podcast, I do everything audiobook. I cannot sit there and read a book, but I do love attending lectures. I do love attending things where I can learn something. Maybe you and your date are really into some philosophical, you know, idea or a new book is out or you're exploring something together. How much fun would it be if you're into that kind of thing to go to a lecture or, you know, a local book club signing or something, you know, people come into town as a speaker and you can go learn together or take a college class together. That might be kind of interesting too. So, you know, when you go together, you last together and you're always, I always want to better myself and it's always fun in a relationship to not be mundane, always sort of challenge each other. Also, you can dress up in like really cute, fashionable business attire. And you know, that could be like for the boardroom later on, you know, just putting it out there. The next one involves fitness and fun. Take no prisoners, no mercy. With the popularity of Cobra Kai, it would be really fun to take a martial arts class together. You could do it outside or inside, and then you could practice on each other. It's fun, it involves fitness, muscularity, and it's just like too easy when it comes to foreplay. Now, after the martial arts class, maybe you need to calm down a little bit. So you could take a yoga class together or a guided meditation class together. That would put you both at peace. And you could also, if you can't afford the classes, download anything free on YouTube or UCLA also has a mindfulness website where you can watch that as well. And that's also free. The next one is just to take a day trip. Get out of your area. Get away for the weekend or even for the day. 
just going 15 to 20 miles outside of your city or your area. It's so much more fun to explore, try new restaurants, get lost together in the countryside. I love that. I don't like anything boring and mundane. I need changes all the time, especially if I'm in a relationship. So just try that out. And even with a new date, it would really get to allow you to know each other better and just a little fun excursion. And you can do it on the, on the you know, cheaper side if you'd like. Just do all the research and check out your local areas. On the other side of the spectrum, you could stay in your own city. So many of us live in cities that are fabulous or towns that are fabulous, but we don't even know, we've never gotten a tour or we don't even know half of what it has to offer. I live in Los Angeles. I hardly ever go to the beach. After Loyola Law School today, I was in Pacific Palisades for another gig and I drove on the Pacific Coast Highway and I looked at it and I'm like, why am I not here more often? So just take a day trip together on an excursion outside of the city or inside your own city. And even when I lived in New York City, I never got on a double-decker bus. I never, I, I think I went to the Statue of Liberty once with a friend's family, but that was it. I mean, ugh, I guess I just lived and worked. I just loved being there. But take a day excursion in your own city, besides the fact that you leave your city and do a day trip outside of the city to uh, just get out there and get lost on purpose. Explore new horizons together. Music. I can't talk enough about the fact that I love that music is coming back. I was supposed to go to the Def Leppard and Mammoth concert uh, a couple months ago, but we were not able to do so because someone had um, gotten COVID and we were not able to go. But how amazing is it that the concerts are coming back and it's just everywhere and we've loved music and we've missed music and musicians have been dying to play. So go to a concert or attend a jam session or just go to some jazz, any of the music festivals or just go to some no-name bar and listen to a local band. It's just so fun and it elicits just such, you know, sensuality and touch and excitement. I absolutely love live music. Not to mention all the carnivals are coming back, like EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival. That's coming back. I just saw the booking already ready to go in Vegas and along with everything else. And it's just very thrilling to see that we're finally coming back. A few more things for outside and inside. What about rock climbing? You could do that both inside and outside. Mini golf, inside and outside, or just golf in general. That's excellent. Tennis horseback riding, or go to Dave & Buster's or some kind of an arcade. That's really fun. And you can just be children, which I love. I don't ever want to grow up. I just want to be a kid forever. And you have like friendly competition and, you know, crappy food, but make sure to exercise because this is a health podcast or just eat clean on something else. It's just so much fun. Just being kids together and laughing together. That's just so important. So these are some other ideas. Or how about going ziplining together? Go to a waterfall. Something like that, and if you live in a cold area, hit all the amusement parks before they shut down when it gets really cold. Like, go to Six Flags, go to Great America. I love roller coasters, I love all of that stuff. And it's just, again, you're screaming. It's just, you're screaming and you're having fun together, you're getting excited together. Just avoid the mundane. These are great things to do in the fall. And finally, ending with more laughter. To me, there's nothing better than going to a comedy show. Then you can see if you have a new date. What's their personality like? Do they take things offensively? Oh, then they're out the door. Can they laugh at themselves? Can they laugh at other people? Do they actually laugh? Do, I, do they understand the jokes? Again, comedy shows is a great judge of character for anybody that you're with. I love going to comedy shows. And also, finally, the horror movies. Is there anything better? Or just going to a movie in general? Or just maybe you could go to an improv show. That's really funny. And try your, try your uh, you know, you, you could be a novice and, and get on stage if you'd like too and your date can make fun of you, or you can make fun of your date. Yeah, all of these things are great for the fall. It just elicits so much 
you know, thrilling times because of Halloween. It's just my favorite, favorite time of year. With the changing of the leaves, even that, though that has not happened in October and it's 91 degrees here. But go to a horror movie, get lost together, get scared together. There's so many amazing things to do and it's just such a beautiful time of year. I absolutely miss the Midwest and the East Coast and the South when I'm on the West Coast, even though I appreciate it very much. But there's nothing better than getting out there. The smells of, okay, pumpkin spice lattes, don't hate me, I love those. Apple ciders, all those things. And spike them. If it's boring, put Kahlua in the pumpkin spice lattes or spike that apple cider with bourbon, whatever you want. These things are delicious and elicit such a warmth and sensuality. But have fun out there on your dates, whether it be someone that you've just met or someone you've been in a relationship with for a long time and you've been stuck during the pandemic together and you can't stand each other and you need to get out there and remember why you fell in love in the first place. So I hope some of these ideas gave you something to think about and to get out there and to not do just the boring dinner date in a movie. Although, make it a spooky dinner date or you could even go to like an escape room together. And But all of these things are great foreplay. They induce excitement, taste, smells, sensuality. I love it all. But I hope you guys have a wonderful week and thank you so much again for joining me on another episode of Bleed SoCal Sweat. We appreciate you for listening. And please rate and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Bleed.com. You can always reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels or at Anne McDaniels Actress. And I will see you next time on Believe SoCal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.